We have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. That God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, Crucify Him! Crucify Him! And it totally backfired when Jesus said, Forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that His victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the blessed to teach patriots. And let's see what God can do today. Welcome to Friday Night Praise and Prayer. It's so awesome to have everyone here. Um, this is the time that we just dig into God's Word, but we're also going to get our hearts right by just worshiping the Lord with these beautiful videos as well. So uh, let's dig into uh, the Word of God with John chapter 14. Believe it or not, we're already on chapter 14 with that. And uh, bring Gus on. Gus, how are you doing tonight? Mm -hmm. Do we have you, Gus? <laughs> How are you doing, Gus? <laughs> ah, there you go. I know okay. I'm, I'm okay. doing well. Awesome. Doing well. How are you? How's All right. Good, good. So as I said, the whole, so uh, beautiful. We're going to get the, the, the way, the truth, and the life tonight. This is one of my favorite chapters in all the Bible, by the way. It's, I think it's got three of my memory verses in here. So we'll be digging into that. But Gus, uh, would you mind opening us up in some prayer? I'd love to, love to. Abba Father, we all come here together tonight before you, before your throne. Now your word says all your angels and saints are gathered around your throne, Lord. I see us gathered around your throne now, Lord, even while we're sitting right here on earth. We come around and sit at your feet, Lord. We come around, I pray, I pray that you use Rick and myself just to deliver your word, Lord. We're just vessels. We're servants to you and 
to everyone in the sound of our voice, Lord, I pray that you bless us to be a blessing and that people don't see us, but they see you and see your word tonight, Lord. We invite your Holy Spirit in to equip us, to give us discernment as we share and break bread and drink in your spirit, Lord. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. We're going to start with some beautiful music to get our hearts right. Uh, the first thing we're going to start with is Amazing Grace. Maybe, Gus, uh, I'll read the lyrics here. You can read the scriptures. Amazing Grace. I once was lost a wrench, blind, now found, and I can see. Yes, sir. In Ephesians 2, 1 and 2a says, And you were dead in your trespasses, sins in which you once walked. And so, then ah. we've got John 1, 14. Sorry. <laughs> we have seen his glory. Glory is the only son from the Father, full of grace and truth. That's John 1, 14b. All right. Then we have here. The hour I first believed, by grace my fears relieved. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. And that's Psalm 34, 4. God, my Savior, ransomed me. Been set free and like a flood, his mercy reigns with an unending love. Knowing that you were ransomed from your futile ways with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. That's 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19. And Lamentations 3, 22 and 23 says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Amen. The fourth lyric here in this song says, His word my hope secures. He will be my shield as long life endures. He his, he promised good to me. And every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. And that's Proverbs 30 and verse 5. Woof, what a great Praise way to start the day. I see Shurian, I see Katie and Kimberly, Annette, Linda, Kathy, Monique, Di. Thank you. Let's worship. Dance like that woman. That's <laughs> Like me, I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears really how precious did that grace appear the eye I first believed my chains are
Praise the Lord. Praise the, Jesus. Let's get the heart of worship now. Why don't you do the lyrics, Gus? Mm -hmm. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing that I've made it. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Mark 8, 34. Worship the Father in spirit and truth. John 4, 23. You search me much deeper. You're looking into my heart, how things appear. Only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. 1 Samuel 12, 24. Let, the, let your heart, therefore, be wholly true to the Lord our God. 1 Kings 8, 61. Amen. And the third verse is, King of endless worth, how much you deserve all I have is yours the lord reigns forever your god for all generations psalm 146 10. he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and also for the sins of the whole world let's get heart of worship going here good when the music fades all is stripped away And I simply come The 
longing just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song, for a song in itself is not what you have required. Such much deeper within. Through the way things appear, you're looking into my heart. I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for. It's all about you, Jesus. The Father and Spirit and Truth. King of endless worth, no one could express how much you deserve. Though I'm weak and poor. Every single breath I'll bring you more than a song For a song in itself Is not what you have required You search much deeper within Through the way things appear You're looking into my heart Come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. I'll bring you more than a song. I'll bring you more than a song.
Spirit and truth. That's John 14, 423. So that's what we're going to do right now. We are going to actually dig into that. We've got a brand new song, by the way. We're going to be redo, uh, debuting next after we do a little bit of teaching here. So uh, it's, it's a song that I've been wanting to do for a long time. A brand new worship video. Uh, debuting for the first time here right after Gus and I teach uh, on the first part of uh, John 14. Um, so let's dig into that. So John 14, uh, Gus, I tell you, one of my favorite chapters um, with uh, memory verses in it and just beautiful teachings. So let's dig into that. So It's loaded. Yep, it is. <laughs> so this is John 14. And remember, back in 13, I just want to kind of remind you of what we studied last Friday. Um, they just got bad news because he told them, little children, yet a little while I am with you, you will seek me. And just as I said to the Jews, so now I also say to you, where I'm going, you cannot come. And Simon Peter said, Lord, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, where I'm going, you cannot follow me, but will follow afterwards. So that's the bad news they got. But uh, here we have this that became, now he's saying, let your hearts not be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. That's where I am also may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. So Gus, anything on those first uh, four verses there? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty loaded. Uh, so you, you believe in the Father, believe all, you believe in God, believe also in me. Well, they're one because the Spirit of the Father is in Jesus. Uh, Jesus said that I do those, I say those, speak those things I hear my Father say, and I do those things I hear my father do, much like we do through the Holy Spirit now, as the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us. When we pray a prayer packed, filled, led by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, it's potent. But uh, he says, in my father's house, there's many rooms. And in the, in the King James Version, I think it is, it says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. Mm-hmm. Now we know when we go to that celestial place in the sky after we die, uh, as they always buy the by and by or whatever, um, there's going to be some beautiful stuff there, you know. But we're living in the world, in the kingdom today. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. But His kingdom come, His will be done. And I, the way I see it, we are those mansions because. 
Uh, was it First Corinthians three sixteen? To know you not that you are the temple of the Spirit, God, the Spirit of God dwells in you. And Second Corinthians five one says, "For you know, let me read it here. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, this body that we're in, if it dissolved and went away, it was cremated, you know." We have a building of God and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. So I look at like we're each a room, we're each a mansion. Like when we come to the Lord, you think of it this way too, when we come to the Lord, we a lot of us we look like a shack and he takes our shack and he turns it into a mansion. <laughs> you know, the more we grow in him, right? Amen. So let's see, what else do you have there, Rick? Pop that back yeah. up. Yeah, the yeah the the other part about that is uh it it, it kind of talks about um, I think it if it, I think if you look at the actual Greek is is like dwelling place right so uh, rooms or mansions dwelling place but it, but it implies permanence so he's making a permanent mm -hmm. home for us is a beautiful thing yes never 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 mm -hmm. and then he says uh, let me see it here. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. Now, we had a document there because this is what hit me when I read this, the uh, the Jewish wedding. And it's symbolic because, you know, we are we are the, the bride of Christ. And if you look here in this group, Jewish wedding versus the bride of Christ wedding and see the comparisons, they got scriptures over here. Anybody wants to take a screenshot of this or just watch the show later and pause it and you can, you can pull these scriptures up. But uh, the, the groom's father makes the match. Let me get my uh, second eyes on here. So the father makes the match and chooses the bride and the groom approves the choice. So we're the bride, he's the groom. A marriage covenant, which is called a ketapah, is made in writing for the bride as a promise to the bride that it will be fulfilled. And that's in his word, it's the New Testament. Uh, they would then break bread and drink from the cup to seal the betrothal and new covenant. What do we do every time we do communion? We're breaking bread and we're drinking from the cup. And and thereby we're, we're holding him in remembrance what he did for us and we know that he's coming back for us. The groom pays the price. Let me go over here on the Jesus side, the bride of Christ side. The Jesus paid, let's see, the groom pays the price, showing the bride his love for her. Jesus paid the price for us on the cross. This shows us the bride, how there's no greater love for us. The groom makes a speech of promise to his bride that he would come for her soon. That's what he's saying right here in this verse. Jesus Jesus' speech recorded as a promise to us, his bride, that he will come again for us soon. The groom prepares a place for his bride. Remember, in my father's house, there's many rooms. He prepares a place for his bride and builds a room addition on his father's house. And Jesus says he goes to prepare a place for us in his father's house where there are many rooms. The father is the only one who knows the day and the hour of the groom. The groom returns for the bride, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but that's on into the chapter that we'll read in the future. But my point being, it's it's just uh, 
unique, I guess. It's, you know, it's one of those things that solidifies the Word of God because here the, they've been doing these Jewish weddings for years, uh, and, and this parallels that. It's the our, our wedding to Jesus Christ, our husband. We are his bride. He's coming back for a spotless bride. Awesome. I just love that. I love that. So um, I'll, I'll also just put it back up and just scroll down a little bit for those of you who want to take a screenshot of the whole thing because there's a few more areas there. There's the bottom part of it to right there. But a beautiful look at um, the Jewish wedding and how the bride of Christ's wedding is what we are going to be doing and that and what we're teaching in Revelation right now, uh, which we'll dig mm -hmm. more into on uh, tomorrow uh, Sunday morning is uh, right before all the all the world ends and they're gonna have this new heaven this new earth and the, this wonderful marriage is gonna be coming up so uh, pretty cool pretty cool amen and then if we continue on with John you'll see here and know and you know the way to where I am going and uh, what, what's that way well, we're going to see here in verse 6, right? It says, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way. So when Jesus says in verse 4, and you know the way where I'm going, what is the way? Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So it's not one God with this mountain with all these different religions that go up to God. That's a parallel that many people teach that's absolutely wrong. The truth of the matter is there's only one way to the Father. Amen. And that is very, very clear right here. No one comes to the Father except through me. So if anybody's listening to this right now and you really want to know the truth of what the Bible teaches, the truth of the Bible clearly says the only way to the Father is through Jesus. And he said it here. So it's not Jesus being a good man and just teaching certain things. He's clearly teaching, I'm God in flesh, and I'm the only way to get there. If you had known me, you wouldn't have known my Father also. From now on, you do not know him and have seen him. Anything on that, Gus? Uh, yeah. Uh, I am the way to the Father. I'm the truth that comes from the Father, and I'm the life in the Father. Uh, and a couple things that trigger in here is, uh, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Uh, I had a couple scriptures here. Hebrews 1, let me just recite it. Hebrews, starting at Hebrews 1, God, who at sundry times and diverse manners spoken times past unto the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. So Jesus Christ is the brightness of his glory, expressed in his it's like God the Father's the thought, and He's the word that comes out of the mouth. You know, they're just one. They are one. Jesus said, I do those things. I say I speak those things I hear my father saying. I do those things I see my father do. They're one. The father's in there. It's like Prego. It's that he's in there, <laughs> you know. 
So yeah, they are indeed. Awesome. Yes, they are. And that's that's a beautiful part about scripture. I just love digging into some of this stuff. Um, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You can see somewhere like Acts 4.12, there is salvation in no one else. So this is not just, uh, when we're talking about that um, scripture, it's not just one verse. Here's another one. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. So if you really want to know how to be saved, you have to come through Jesus. You can't get to the Father any other way. And then uh, this is also emphasized here in Hebrews, where it said, and this is Hebrews 10. 19 through 20 says, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh. There you go, right there. What's the way? The new and living way. It's Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's the way, the truth, the life. If you want to know the way to heaven, well, these three verses clearly tell you it's a new living way and there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. If you want to be saved, just remember that there's only one way. No one comes to the Father except through Him. And he really, and, and the answer to the question is, how do we know the way? I am the way, says Jesus. He is the Word. Uh, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And that, light, that life was the light of men. You could go on and on, but uh, Jesus is the fulfillment of the Old Testament in the New Testament. And that's he's the one that they were looking for. Uh, yeah. And if you think about it, if, if we all had gods of our own imagination, where would be the unity in that? Where would be the oneness? How would we all be on the same page? You know, there's only one God. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, and, and why would you want to argue? If God is love, why would you argue against love? You know? <laughs> Amen. You want to read this next part here, uh, Gus? Sure. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. And Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long and you still don't know me, Philip? Now imagine that. That's the Father, the Spirit of the Father inside Jesus' body saying, Hey, buddy, I've been with you all this time. You still don't know me? Because it was his word that became flesh. But the Spirit of the Father, when he was baptized, the Holy Spirit came down and laid on him as a dove. So it's like, uh, hey, I've been with you all the same. Another way to think of that is I've been with you so long. We just got through reading John 1, 1. He's the word from the beginning. I've been with you since the beginning. Mm -hmm. Not just since Jesus, the word was on in flesh on the word, but this is the Father speaking to him through Jesus, you know, through the word, because they're one. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. 
Of course, those works are no man ever healed a man of blindness or leprosy and all these things that Jesus was doing. So believe the works because they were also each prophesied somewhere in the Old Testament because God, again, I love saying this, Amos 3, 7, surely God does nothing without first telling us through his servants, the prophets. So we know, hey, that's God. And that's in his word. That's why the word's so important. <laughs> Yes, and that's why it's really important, guys, to understand that this is God in flesh. That's what Emmanuel means, God in flesh. And that's what John 1.14 says, the word became flesh, right? So this is not a, this is God and man here on earth. And we got to understand that many people say, well, he never said he was God. And yes, he did. You know, he and he did it by many ways, right? Number one is he accepted worship. All the angels came in, somebody starts worshiping. They said, no, don't worship me, worship God, right? When they worship Jesus, he accepted it and, and moved on, right? He So number two is he forgave sins. Only God can forgive sins. He forgave sins. He said, pick up your mat and you know, sin no more. And then he, he said, your sins are forgiven to many people during it. And then obviously when he said before Abraham, I am, pointing back to Exodus 3.14, uh, where he said, where God says, I am who I am. So God, this is God in flesh. That's why he's the only way. Because mm -hmm. through his death and resurrection, we have access directly to the Holy of Holies. How exciting is that? And with Amen. that, we're going to, yeah. And with that, we're going to get into a brand new song. This is a debut of a worship video. Um, and this is First Things First. Boy, God's been really telling me, make sure your people know they not need to put me first in their life. Right? It says, first things first, I seek your will, not my own. Go ahead, Gus. Oh. I got to get my glass on. Go ahead, Rick. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> seek first his kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Psalm 119, 105. And the next verse says, to live your truth, walk your ways, all my desires reversed. Jesus said to him, here we are. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's John 14, 6. We just covered that. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. That's 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. Third verse talks about all things I held dear. What to do if they all disappeared? Riches and fame never satisfy. What would I gain if my soul's the price? Mm. Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth. Lay up treasures in heaven. It's Matthew 6 and 19. And for what will, for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his own soul? Matthew 16 and 26. And the fourth verse this song emphasizes, I don't want to love what the world loves or chase what the world does. I only want you. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. It's 1 John 2.15. And 1 John 5.4 says, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. Amen. At 1 John 5, 4. You can see the song's just loaded with scripture. And it's very important at this point in time, for such a time as this, that we need to put him first in our lives. 
So let's sing first things first. All the things that I've held dear, the vanities that whispered in my ear. What would I do if they all disappeared? Riches and fame and all that they could buy. I've come to find they never satisfy. What would I gain if my soul's a prize? I don't wanna love what the world loves I don't wanna chase what the world does I only want you I only want you First things first, I seek your will Kingdom's all I wanna see I don't wanna love what the world loves No, I don't wanna chase what the world does I only want you I only want you First things first I seek your will Not my own Surrender all my wants to Way the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. All my desires reef.
Brand new video. Love these things. Now we're going to get into resurrection power. Go ahead, Gus. I was going to say on that song, uh, talks about the fires in him. Psalm 37, 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. I usually think that meant if I wanted a Maserati, he's going to give it to me, the desires of my heart. But he actually... I believe it's more inclined to mean he changes the desires of your heart so you don't chase after these empty things you chase in the rich things that are, are eternal amen so. all right amen we got a new song resurrection power love this song all right i'll read the verse this time now i have resurrection power living on the inside of me jesus you have given us freedom truly truly i say to you whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do and greater works than these will he do because I'm going to the Father John 14 12 we're gonna get right into that next yes and secondly we've got no longer bound by sin and darkness living in the light of your goodness those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires Galatians 5 24 Jesus spoke to them saying I am the light of the world Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John 8, 12. Amen. And your Holy Spirit lives in me, and I have been redeemed. The new has come. Woo. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. That's Ephesians 1.13. And Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. That's Galatians 3.13. Scripture oozing again out of this song. We're going to dig yeah. into that now. You called me from the grave by name. You called me out of all my shame I see the old has passed away The new has come Now
are some pretty mm-hmm. awesome songs there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Gus, any thoughts on those two songs? <laughs> well, I love that one because you got to have resurrection power if you're going to be lifted up out of here when he comes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. you got to have that same spirit lived in him inside you. And it's I love just. It. I don't know. I, I think of these songs and I think of the scriptures as I sing through the songs. And it's just like singing his word to him, you know. It's like you're you're speaking it. It's in you. It's coming out of your mouth. You're hearing it. You're activating all your senses. You know, it's awesome. Yes. And John fourteen twelve is uh, one of my favorite memory verses, and it's uh, really something oh, yeah. I, I preach about a lot now because it, just think about it. Jesus in red letters is saying to you, "Truly, truly, I say to you." So he says, "Truly, truly, I say to you." Whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. If you just stop right there, you just think about it. Oh my goodness, I believe in Jesus. I will be able to do. The dumb will speak. The blind will see. The deaf will hear again. Not to mention raising people from the dead, right? Lazarus, Mm -hmm. Tabitha, the girl. It's like, oh my goodness. Then he doesn't stop there though. What's he say? And greater works than these will he do. What? How's that going to happen? Because I am going to the Father, and he's going to send the Holy Spirit. That's what he's done to us. And the devil's done everything to try to keep that truth from coming to us on John 14, 12. So I encourage you to put that in your memory verse uh, to mm-hmm. show the authority and power that each of us have in this. It says, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. And obviously, this is after those that are close to his him that are a part of the remnant, and that will have the desires that he wants you to have. You're not going to desire that Maserati like uh, like uh, Gus was saying. You're going to be you're going to be you're going to be desiring having the power of God flow through you. Right? You're going to mm. desire to have other people healed. Right? You're going to have desires to have yourself healed. Any thoughts on this? Uh, Twelve through fourteen, Gus. Oh, it's just powerful, but you got the first half pretty much. But mm-hmm. the second half, whatsoever you ask in my name, this will I do. You know, when we can pray prayers, nice prayers that come to mind about people and healing. But when we pray the word of God, we already he already said he he speaks those things he hears his father say. Mm-hmm. And that's the word that's written there. When we pray those words he'll do anything we ask you know so revelation 1911 i expanded this i always like citing this one because i see it you know revelation 1911 says and i saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true we're talking about our husband we are the bride of christ he's faithful and true and in righteousness he does judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written. He had a name written, mm-hmm. so shall ask in my name, that no man knew. I would say that's no carnal man, because the carnal man knows not the things of God, because these things are spiritually discerned. But no man knew but he himself. Now think, when we're married to Christ, we're one with Christ. We, we're kind of himself if we're married to him. And he's in us. And we're speaking his words through us. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And this is my favorite part. And his name is called 
the word of God. So I would say, I equate this to if you pray in his name, if whatsoever you ask in his name, according to his word, because another scripture that says if we pray and ask anything according to his will, we know he hears us. His will is his word. So if you find it in the word, you find precedent in there, decree and declare that, and you've got it. That's mm -hmm. just my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, amen, amen. And that's that power and authority of the Holy Spirit that I think the church has lost much of, especially the mega churches that are focused on evangelism and not on uh, the power of the Holy Spirit and taking authority and taking possession of the nations, all the stuff we're supposed to be doing right right now. And that is what I think is coming back. You hear all the prophets talking about this. You hear all the teachings about how we need to do that. And the only reason you can do it is because of what verse 15 says where Jesus promises the Holy Spirit, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments and I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth whom the word cannot receive, the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells within you and will be in you. Woo! That's Amen. <laughs> it's like I just got, uh, the Lord led me to speak just now, is that the carnal man or the carnal mind receives not the things of God. When we receive the Holy Spirit, he speaks through us. And what was the scripture at the beginning of this, Rick? You went back to uh, the last chapter, 1333, where he was going to a place and where I go, you can't come. Well, here's the difference between then and now as he's sending. He went, at that point, he had not gone. He had not been sacrificed. He had not died in yeah. three days and rose from the dead and is seated at the right hand of the Father because that's what fulfilled all scripture and then we receive the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. So now with the Holy Ghost, we can go wherever he goes. He's, we're with him, although he's in us and, and we go where he goes, where, wherever he goes, we're there. Wherever we go, he's there. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. Thank so, yeah. goodness. <laughs> thank, thank goodness he doesn't forsake us, right? Because we need him to do anything. He says, I will not leave you as orphans. This is Gus was talking about. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. You will also live. You also will live. In that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Woo! Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he is... It, he, it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Go ahead, Gus. Amen, amen. Uh, I noticed what jumps off the page is he says, I'll not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Because the Spirit and the Word are one. He is the whole, you know, Jesus is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It's His Spirit. It's the Father's Spirit coming mm -hmm. to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and yet a little while the world won't see me anymore because the world is carnally minded. They just see the flesh man, Jesus. But once He's gone, they thought they were going to kill Him. They didn't know He was going to come back and more powerful than ever. <laughs> and uh, so it's like we see Him in the Spirit. We know He's there. And because we love Him and we receive His Word, and we believe mm -hmm. 
we see him but the world doesn't see him because they don't believe yes and guys that uh, this verse 21 um, when it gets right here um, I'm sorry this one right here verse 20 this is a key key verse just think about it. he just told told uh, he was talk, talking to I think it was Philip right Philip right if, if you've seen me you've seen the father you've seen the father you've seen me and then what does verse 20 say in that day you will know that I am in the father and you and me and I and you that's the Holy Spirit comes into us. Jesus is living in us. The Father's living in us. Guys, this is the indwelling of the seal of the Holy Spirit that we're going to see in Revelation when they're sealed with the Holy Spirit on their foreheads, right? We're talking about that in Revelation. And it's like he just went from me and the Father are one, Father and I are one, and you are part of that now. That is the beautiful, the new covenant, the New Testament's all about this. This is the mystery of the church that is now being revealed to us here in the New Testament. Amen. Amen. Verse 22 says, Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the word that you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. Amen. There it is again. Yeah. This also emphasizes, though, that works has to come along with your faith. Right? If you really have faith, you're going to love him enough to do works for him. You're going to want to glorify God. You're not going to want to embarrass him, say, hey, I'm a Christian and be a hypocrite. Right? You're going to want to do the things to show that you love him. It has to work. That's why faith without works is dead. Right? Clearly, Amen. we're saved 100% by faith alone. No question, right? But remember, Ephesians 2, 8, 9 always talks about it's not by works. It's, it's a gift of God. That's how you're saved, right? But you read the very next verse. It says we're made to do good works, right? So the works will follow our salvation. Works will follow our faith. Yeah, because uh, we're saved by believing this living bread and ingesting it into ourselves. And let's face it, what you believe is planted in your heart as seed and we speak from the abundance of our hearts so if you truly believe whoever believes in me shall not perish but have everlasting life that's just not believing in a man jesus christ that was two thousand years ago yeah i believe that no that's believing in him he is the word of god he who believes in the word of god it's like the word and the spirit are one and when you get him in you mm -hmm. he wants us to be intimate with him we will know him like Adam knew Eve and birth Cain. It's like he, we're, we're intimate. He says, into me see. He wants us to be intimate with him and have him living inside of us. And belief drives action. Whatever you believe, if you're in fear, you're believing that something's going to happen. It's, it's a lie because perfect love casts out all fear. Mm -hmm. So whatever you believe, that's what drives your words and your actions. Just think about it. And what, when you come to Christ, that's when you start this grace period to where you grow in him. The more you study his word, he transforms our minds and real retools it to think like God. Mm -hmm. Amen. So you can't get there without belief. Abraham, our father, believed God and was counted on him for righteousness. It wasn't his works. It was the fact that he believed God. Mm -hmm. 
corresponds with our belief and faith. So this whole last chapter finishes up 14, so do you mind reading this, Gus, and commenting as you will? Okay, these things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, he makes it clear there, whom the Father will send in my name. We just got through looking at his name being the Word of God, Jesus Christ. He's got a bunch of names, just like the devil calls himself a bunch of names. Well, he's just trying to copy God and make a bunch of names for himself. But he's the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send, you could say, in, in my word. He will teach you all things and bring to you your and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Folks, if we're listening to other words beside this word, it's got foul spirits attached to it. It's not true. There's only one God, one one voice of God. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let your hearts not be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I will come to you. If you love me, you would have rejoiced because I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it takes place, so that when it does take place, you may believe. And again, that's Amos 3, 7. Once again, surely God the Father does nothing without mm -hmm. telling us first through his servants the prophets. So he tells us before it takes place. So when it does take place, we believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. You know who he is. Mm -hmm. He has no claim on me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us go from here. Yes. I was... Uh, there you, Rick. I was literally to today at uh, my booth, uh, the Blessed Teacher booth, right, uh, with that beautiful backdrop that Julie Green Ministries donated to us, which was just awesome. And um, I was about ready to interview another just awesome Christian man next to me. And uh, this lady came up to me in tears, and I looked up to her, and her name was Beverly, and I looked up at Beverly, and I just said, said, uh, I said, are you okay? She goes, not really. She said, not really. Yeah. And, um, and uh, she had just learned from the healing conference that she's a diabetic, and she's been taking basically lizard poison from a specific uh, poison that they create as a, a supposed medicine that you inject into yourself, right? That's causing all kinds of problems um, and massive side effects. It's, and it's sold as a, as a hey, here's, a, here's something diabetics should be taking. This is what medical cartels are doing to us. They're poisoning us in all kinds of different ways Amen. with these big pharma drugs. And, um, and when we did, I, I immediately got up and, and started uh, praying for her. And, uh, and, and by the power and authority of Jesus' name, that's what we're doing here, right? And the main thing I was mm -hmm. talking to her is about peace, right? And this, that's what this whole thing talks about right here. And uh, we, you talked about 2 Corinthians 10.4 was is all about love casts out perfect fear. No, that's 1 John. I'm sorry. That's 1 John 4.18. Um, but but ca perfect love casts out fear, right? If you ha and, and Philippians 4, 6, and 7, do not be anxious about anything. So we just continue to pray over and pray over. And the other, the other uh, gentleman uh, and later in the conversation basically said, I, I cast out the 
the spirit of fear in you, right? And so we have power and authority. And and uh, she she left a new woman, right? He even had healing oil, this new biblical healing oil that's frankincense and myrrh. And I just thought it was so cool what he was doing with that, and he put it on her. And he, and he basically said about the Father, and he goes about the Son, and, and about the Holy Spirit, you are sealed. And, 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 it, and it was just really a cool, cool thing to show how we can use the power and authority to do what? Because we have the Holy Spirit, because this Father and Son have given us that, we have that with us, we can have peace. He leaves us peace. We can have peace in the midst of chaos and that's what they're doing to us right now they try to bring us into fear no we stay in peace they try to bring us into sight and chaos we say no we are in peace we are living by faith and peace and not by sight not by fear and that is what i believe this is all about and it's just so cool to see this when you see here the whole acts too where the coming of the holy spirit we know he was talking about pentecost 50 days after the resurrection Right, just like in the feast days of the Lord, and he and the feast days are coming up. By the way, next Friday, Gus, we might have to change courses because it is the first day of the fall feast. On that Friday night, it is going to be Rosh Hashanah, and then we get move into the ten days of awe uh, right before the holiest day of the year of Yom Kippur, and then obviously we move into the feast of the weeks for all the way till October sixth. So from G- September fifteenth to October sixth, and here we see the day of Pentecost was just amazing. What happened there? And you see here on Romans 8 9, it says, You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. This is the, this is the key to being saved. This is the key to having your power. This is the key to living the Christian life and the abundant life, guys, is having making sure that Spirit's in you. You're spending time alone with God. You're spending time in the Word renewing your mind. And you are spending time praising Him and worshiping like we are tonight. Gus? Amen. Well, I got one thought. You talked about the medical cartel, and what is their symbol? <laughs> Pharmacia the snake. <laughs> the snake on the pole, right? And we know it's a mockery of the story in, uh, trying to remember the book it's in, where uh, they all sinned and they were bitten by serpents in the camp. And then god had moses through aaron make the serpent on the pole and said whoever looks upon the serpent on the pole will be healed so it's a, an emblem is a matter of faith mm-hmm. but if you think about it folks that emblem is a picture of christ because when he hung on that cross he essentially became sin for us he took all our sin away and stuck in himself he was the snake on the pole for us mm-hmm. And then he died, went to hell, and just defeated it and came back victorious. <laughs> it's like, I got the Holy Spirit all over. But Woo! yeah, making a mockery of that mm-hmm. in the medical cartel, thinking that, hey, go to them because they got to. And I'm not saying if you got a broke leg, and some of us, we go there, it's all we've ever known all our lives. So I'm not advocating that you just go willy nilly off of everything, but you should consider these doctors like the healing of ages and uh, they're coming out with all natural god cures that's what i'm going to do i'm going to get off any pharma that i'm on mm-hmm. amen amen and with that uh, let's do one more song and then we'll come back and see if anybody has any comments or questions <laughs> uh, but this song also delves in a little bit into the book of john um, this is do it again um, 
this first part of this talks about getting this in here. I knowing the battle's won, great is your faithfulness. I'll I'll see you do it again. Your steadfast love, O oh Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Psalm thirty six five. I know the night won't last and your word will come to pass. I believe. Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. John 8 and 12. Eight. And this goes into, you moved the mountains. You made a way where there was no way. And Matthew 17, 20 B says, for truly I say to you, if you had faith like the grain of a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for you. And then John 14, 6, as we round up the night with the song here, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 6. Praise God. We're going to see him do it again. And again and again and again. Walking around these walls. I thought by now they'd fall But you have never failed me yet Waiting for change to come Knowing the battle's won for you have never failed me yet Promise still stands Great is your faithfulness Faithfulness Still in your hands This is my confidence You've never
stuff there and um, we're going to now move to a little bit of uh, just uh, I know we've per we burnt through the whole hour and a half we've teached through it all but we have just a few more minutes left and see if anybody had any comments or questions I'm looking great sound on worship tonight and Facebook says Mar Mary I see uh, blessings to all in Naples Florida uh, good God bl we see uh, Jane Gray on Facebook saying good God bless us all in once beautiful world deteriorating Alberta, Canada. Um, so the snake on the pole was supposed to be a directed to Jesus as healer than the pharmacy. Some, so yeah. So I see just basically, I think agreeing with what you were talking about here. Yeah. Anybody, anybody backstage? Anybody have any questions? Or go ahead, Gus. No, just I was just agreeing with whoever said that. That's basically it. They made a mockery of it. Mm -hmm. But Jesus is our healer. Of course, he uses men and things like that, but I think generally he he does it through his spirit. He does it through, see, Big Pharma takes things. They study the tribes and the ancient uh, medicines used from nature, and they add something to it, a chemical or twist it, it's because they can't sell what God creates. So mm -hmm. they got to add something, then they can put a patent on it, and then they can sell it for money. That's that's the bottom line of what they've been doing for forever. Yeah, yep. Okay, so uh, Kathy has a question. Go ahead. Hey, um, well, not really a question, just a comment. I think it was a very okay. beautiful worship tonight, and I just appreciate the time that you and Gus put in to to bring us this. It's really touching to my heart to to be part of it. Uh, now we really appreciate you, yeah. Kathy. Thank it's, you. It's, it's beautiful to be able to just uh, I just love this music you, you guys probably see uh, I just uh, I just feel so privileged to be able to to be able to debut a new song tonight be able to teach with Gus here it's just been beautiful anybody else have any other comments or thoughts um, before we wrap her up here we just love you guys and appreciate you I see Sue and Linda and Teresa and Monique and uh, Surrey and Annette and Kimberly and Katie all backstage. We'd love to have you backstage as well. Um, actually, quite a few more people that don't have their camera on as well. And um, that's one thing uh, as I've waited to just, just make sure you raise your hand if you have any comments. 
and we'll uh, we'll, we'll yeah, you can that. come backstage you don't have to have your camera on yeah yeah do it off and worship but still communicate with us or whatever yes amen amen and we um and that's why i wanted to invite you is please uh, uh, engage with us right this is a uh, this is not the time to be isolated i think that's a uh, really important um is that as we are fighting this spiritual battle and this is going to even get worse guys i really believe before it gets better right it's important that you are with and have connection to other christian patriots uh, other people that are like-minded with you right so there's a variety of ways to do that uh, the number one and best way to do that is obviously join join us backstage in the backstage community right and even if you can't be there live all, all this is recorded and you can just go to blessedteach.com and you go to the backstage tab and that used to be 1776 a month and now because of the beautiful people that are paying for it and paying forward you can come on for free it's similar to the pay forward model of chosen we welcome you we don't want uh, funds to be an issue for you to get backstage and engage with us right uh, worship um, on, word and worship on Sunday mornings as well as Friday nights here and then we also have um, praise and prayer on Mondays and Thursdays okay the second way is that you can go to blessedteach.com and find the link to the neighborhood as well you can just go to neighborhood.social uh, you can download that on your phones as well neighborhood.social this is really the community where we chat with each other uh, when we're not on live here and, and on, on here but and it's also where we um, post stuff and, and there's other zoom groups so we're the vision of this ministry is to have these zoom support groups that support each other and support all these hurting people once they wake up and this great awakening hits there's gonna be a lot of hurting shocked people and they're gonna need a home and we want to have a bunch of small groups ready to welcome them in pray for them with transformational and healing prayers they're gonna be emotionally needed to be healed they're gonna be physically need to be healed and they're gonna need a place to go so we would just love for you guys to be part of the neighborhood part of uh, the backstage and uh, really would appreciate you guys coming and joining us. It looks like there's some other hands up. So Kimberly, go ahead. Kimberly, can you unmute? Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it looks like Kimberly's having a hard time unmuting. She's trying. I just I just said ask to unmute. Maybe you can see something now. See if that, uh, Look down in your bottom left hand. There you go. Okay, can you hear me? You got it. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll just, Rick, you and Gus, I wanted to tell you thank you so much uh, for everything that you both do. Mm -hmm. Thank and you. I appreciate you, Kimberly. We appreciate you too. Mm -hmm. It's so nice to have so many new people coming on. I just love it. And uh, Kimberly's thank one you. of them. I see Monique on. Uh, Sue, thank you guys all for being on. Appreciate you so much. Uh, Deanna, go ahead. Deanna. Yes, Rick. Um, you were talking about the lady who was upset about the diabetic medicine? Yeah. Okay, I missed um, anything about where she found out about that. Yeah, so uh, right now I am in the midst of a two-day seminar just finished up tonight. I think it finished up. Dr. Artis is talking right now on Healing for the Ages. You can go to healingfortheages.com. Um, I think there is online. It's, it, it does cost a little bit to join it, but it's, it's phenomenal. They have four natural doctors that I, I was just, just watching the Q&A was just phenomenal today. And uh, my, my wife is, a I think, you know, a dietitian who 
uh, got a functional medicine certificate and uh, she just loves the, these, these uh, anybody that really wants to understand how to take care of almost everything with natural medicine, um, herbs, um, you know, frequencies, oils, all that stuff, um, you would love healingfortheages.com. You can use the B2T code to get a discount. Again, healingfortheages.com. Um, and uh, I think you really enjoy uh, learning from Dr. Artist. You can also just go to thedrartistshow.com, thedrartistshow.com. He has a he has an artist experience where he's basically answering questions and coming to, coming on video with people and having zooms, where you can ask almost any question and we and, and we get to give him feedback and he comes back with things. He, he's how I got rid of my strep throat naturally after I know the mm -hmm. antibiotics weren't working, and I hope to never have to do antibiotics again um, on something that. We'll have him on here Tuesday night. Tuesday night he'll be on as well to talk about it and uh, so you can engage with him. But uh, go ahead, uh, we have Katie. See if I can get Katie to unmute. Ask to unmute. I don't see Katie's camera on now. Oh, there you are. So you're still muted, though. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, am, I have a brand new truck. Never been on the road before. I'm driving it. And... It just started having an issue, so Whoa. I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> yeah, but what what um, I wanted to say is that I asked God, you know, to heal my body, and um, it's that God has directed me in so many different ways over the last year and a half, and. Currently, I don't take any medications. I've gotten off asthma medicine. I've gotten off of high blood pressure medicine. I've gotten off of heart medicine. And I didn't just get off the medicine. My doctor removed me, the medicine from me, said I didn't need it anymore. And so there are a lot of different ways that um, God has done that for me in the last you know year and a half. But God has directed me in every step, and I don't need the medicine anymore. My body has been healed. And not only that, but I have, I would get calluses on my feet that were inches thick. And those calluses would crack open underneath the callus and crack open and bleed. My feet would bleed, and my feet doesn't do that anymore either. And I don't take any medications for it. And so, um, God is absolutely good and can definitely heal us and all we have to do is ask for the direction and he will give it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I understand, Sue. Sue, so hopefully somebody will be able to help you to get that set up the way you want it to. Here's um, Treasures in Heaven asks a question. Thank you for sharing, by the way, Katie. Great to have you back. Um, did the Israelites know that the snake was to be Jesus in the Old Testament, or did they have to wait until it was revealed in the New Testament? Any thoughts on that, Gus? I don't know. You know, when Jesus walked around, he would drop those little seeds, and then he knew they didn't understand now, but they're going to understand later. Remember when he hung on the cross, they finally said, surely this was the Son of God. 
because they put all the pieces of the puzzle together and it's much like that with the word of god as we read it when you read it the first time you may not understand everything but then when you truly believe and keep following it's like god gives you revelations of things that you have not seen before and i don't think we'll ever get to the bottom of that barrel because he's mm -hmm. much smaller than we it's are living living yes. word mm -hmm. amen so i think uh I, I don't know i don't think they did understand that then i think it was more because what is in hebrews he says the things that they did were for our admonition today whom the ends of the earth have come upon something that effect i'm paraphrasing but yeah mm -hmm. maybe some of them did but i'm guessing maybe they didn't mm -hmm. now we look at it today and we see it in the spirit so if anybody else can see it that's the holy spirit if you can understand that because a carnal mind wouldn't they'd say what are you talking about i don't understand that <laughs> you know mm -hmm. we're at a big advantage now because the mystery has been of the church has been revealed right so the old testament mm -hmm. people did not have that so but go ahead uh teresa oh so teresa has a comment or also share something hey okay. <laughs> I shared this with House, uh, oh, I forget. Anyway, at the last meeting that I went to, but I think it's really important for people to know. Uh, for those of, of y'all who already know me and have been praying, I used to not have, I couldn't feel anything. When my feet hit the floor, I couldn't feel the floor. I just knew it was there and depended on it being there. And today was the first day when I was walking at the gym that I knew when my toe hit the floor and I knew when my heel hit the floor and wow. each time I walked I could feel the difference between the heels and the toes so God is reconnecting my brain uh, signals to my body and to me that's very very exciting and it wow. also speaks to it speaks to the power of all the prayers that have been prayed mm -hmm. and I just want to thank everybody and to thank you rick for providing such a wonderful place for us to pray together and be together but i did so good at the gym today and i came home and i didn't know i was going to still feel it but i can still feel i can feel now i can feel all my toes on the floor wow and on both feet That's at first beautiful. it was just the right foot now it's both feet so i'm thanking god and praising him to, and giving him all the glory that is so awesome that's excellent yeah well we have uh, and those of you who don't know uh, Teresa was in a wheelchair for six years couldn't uh, ever been in a walker or anything and now she's on the walker she's actually going to Walmart on a walker she's um, uh, now getting feeling back in her feet how exciting is that that is just beautiful and uh, hey with that guys we're gonna wrap her up but I wanted to let you know um, that we are we are just would be real excited to engage with you as, as she just talked about we've we have the neighborhood where you can have get on other zoom groups be part of other groups start your own groups um it's just like facebook it's easy as facebook just go to neighborhood.social neighborhood.social and uh you can also download that on your phone right and so it's just been a beautiful place for us to uh, connect and then really backstage is where the, the worship ministry is. We have a praise and prayer where we'll pray specifically for you. And that's really where we've been praying uh, most of the time for for uh, Teresa um, live. But we but she goes to Zoom groups where there's prayers going for her as well. 
And then we also have a written prayer request group, right, where you can put your prayer requests on, where you have powerful prayer warriors in this ministry praying for you. So we're also pulling together a partner program, those who want to be really um, so into this ministry, um, where we be, we'll be praying for all the partners, and really just so you can see this ministry grow to the, what, it's, what it's meant to be. And that is really a bunch of small groups that are supporting each other and getting ready for this great harvest. Uh, we really look forward to working with you. So engage with us. Engage with us by going to, again, I'm going to just uh, mute because if somebody's getting, uh, it's a little bit loud there. But uh, the again, there's just go to blessteach.com. Everything's there. Bless with the number two teach.com. So when I do my show, you want the show notes, you just sign up, for, up from right there on the front page. You want to go to backstage, you can go there. Now, instead of being 1776 a month, it is it is a pay-forward model where you can come on for free. Uh, the neighborhood link is there. There's also a link to our training, which helps you with being able to connect with your friends and family, pray in the authority of Christ, red pill them, under, uh, being able to have a really clear way to defend the reliability of the Bible and share the gospel, and most importantly, to know what your calling is and to really um, start walking in that calling like never before. We're looking so forward to that, guys. Remember. I'm also on the neighborhood as where I put my blog about my time alone with God and uh, telling my story like Nathan French where he's hearing directly from the Lord like I am now. And uh, God really wants to know you don't have to be a prophet to hear from him. It's not meant to be a secret. God wants to speak to you. That's the name of a book Nathan French wrote. You can find that blog, the story, a link to the book um, all on the neighborhood. That's neighborhood.social. Neighborhood.social. And then when you go there, um, you can create your account just like a Facebook account and boom, every time you come into it, it'll be there. If you put it on your phone, you'll be able to even chat with people back and forth on the laptop and the, and the, and the mobile if you have both, right? It's a beautiful, beautiful platform and that I think is uh, God's going to use in a mighty way for, this, for such a time as this um, as we move into the great awakening, the great, the great exodus, and into the great harvest. And I'll be talking about that great harvest and the times we are in now as we go through Revelation chapter 18, um, Sunday morning at 10 a.m. I invite you to that. I was just going to give uh, Gus a little bit of the last word before we wrap up here. Um, Gus, what's up? Any thoughts? Uh, I was just taping a message to somebody, so he caught me on surprise. But uh, <laughs> uh, you said this is one of your favorite chapters. I think it's one of my favorite, too. But I do say that a lot every time we study a chapter. Oh, it's, my favorite. it's my favorite one. <laughs> Yeah. They're all my favorite, but yeah, it does have some good, uh, I love the book of John. I just always have loved the book of John because it's really like a mini series mm -hmm. of the whole Bible in a way, mm -hmm. uh, but it's good. It's good. So all right. I've enjoyed it. Good. Love sharing the word. All right. You guys have a great uh, Friday night and join us Sunday, uh, 10 a.m. CST. You can also watch the replay, obviously. Uh, Rumble's the best place to watch it. Uh, uh, Facebook's muting some of the music and censoring us really heavily right now so get over to these newer platforms that aren't censoring and they're not muting the music and um, that would be on rumble um, it's also live on clout hub as well as twitter or x now the x platform but really rumble is kind of where we're congregating we're going to try to really get the uh, live chat and rumble more active going forward um, so um, I think that's a place that we can kind of say, hey, if you want to be live in uh, and wor word worship and praise and prayer and part of uh, backstage with the guests, all that stuff, um, join us on Rumble. 
Love y'all. Hey, with that, we're going to say goodbye. If you wouldn't mind unmuting all the backstagers and saying goodbye. Goodbye. Shabbat shalom. Goodbye. Shalom. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.